Hey everyone, it's Mike. And Alina. And we're back with another episode of Practicing Catholic. What are we talking about today, Alina? Today we're going to talk about consistency in your life, in particular during Lent. Awesome. Well, let's get ready to practice. All right, everyone. Thank you, as always, for joining us on another episode here of Practicing Catholic. As Alina said, we're going to be talking about consistency. Uh, especially here during the time of Lent. So, Alina, with that, I'm going to turn it over to you. Who are you now? I am. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So we as Catholics, um, and in particular as practicing Catholics, have a lot of different, you know, um, hands in the cookie jar, irons in the fire, if you will. Absolutely. What does that boil down to? This Lent, we want you... And we ourselves want to pick one thing or maybe, you know, a couple of things adding on to your prayer life to be consistent at them. Like pick one thing, do it well and be consistent. Um, Absolutely. Kind of like this show, being more consistent. Yeah, I mean, that'd be great. That'd be great. No, but it really does build into that. Um, you know, that, uh, you know, we hear about commitment and consistency mm-hmm. um, and, and really thinking about consistency as a commitment. Right. Um, you, you know, we hear how people are committed. We commit ourselves to sports, practice and training as it relates to our sports endeavors. Um, musicians practice and learning instruments and learning music and songs and, um, you know, health. We we watch our food intake. We spend more time working out, right? Uh, work. We, we lurk, work longer hours. Maybe we're, you know, working on a particular project and it needs commitment or consistency. And this is one of the things that... Um, Father Mike Schmitz has a beautiful uh, video out there yeah. that consistency will lead to holiness. Yes. Um, in, in I know which video you're talking about. In that video, um, one of the things that he said that really like hit home for me personally as yeah. a practicing Catholic yeah. is he said consistency over intensity. Ooh. Yeah, because I'm that person that's like, I'm going to do you know a novena and I'm going to do this 90-day devotional and I'm going to yeah. do this and then... Gone. Yeah, yeah gone. just gone. Yeah. And um, like those first couple of days are really great. Yep. But I, I'm lacking that consistency. Yeah. Actually, um, um, one of our, one of our young adults, um, Claudia, who is going through Marian consecration, um, actually in our, in our last meeting, she actually looked at me and said, well, Mike, I remember when you said it's not about motivation, it's about consistency. And I said, oh, really? What, what, what insightful words did I share? <laughs> I kind of, I didn't remember saying this. She said, you know. Uh, we were talking one day at youth group uh, during during high school youth group how motivation is fleeting and and we see it right um, a lot of people go to a retreat weekend um, mm-hmm. and we come off of a retreat weekend feeling very um, inspired and hopeful yeah and and things like that and we then do. we come back and we get into you know daily habits again and these habits um, you know of you know being married and working and all the different responsibilities that we have as individuals uh, begin to um, you know, pull at uh, that time with God yeah. um, and, and being consistent. And so, um, you know, this is this is the challenge we all face. So, um, you know, I think one of the things that I, I've been trying to do is, you know, certainly, like you said, we I'm going to pray the rosary every single day and all this stuff. And, and then let's one, you know, one thing happens and then you have the unexpected every day, too. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, one of the things that I have that long drive, I, I'm driving an hour to work every day. Yep. I pray my rosary. Yeah. Actually, you have the time. I have the time. And but it's about being consistent in it, because a lot of times, you know, I'm on the phone or I'm doing this or, 
you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Hang you know, up and drive. That's right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, for me, it's it's additional work time. It is. Um, but, but no, I really... on wheels. Mm-hmm. But no, I really have tried to uh, focus on um, taking time, both coming to work and going back home to take time to pray mm-hmm. um, and being much more consistent in that in in, in that practice. And so I say my, my rosary coming up and I say it going back and it does make a difference. Yeah, you say it before you call me now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> before I call. Yeah, that's right. Um, huh. But no, it's true. I, mean, I make that morning call like, hey, this is what's going on. This is what I'm doing. And trying to just kind of catch up from where we are from a you know director standpoint as to all the different things that we're trying to manage um both independently and then together um you know uh, but yeah so i make that uh I, you know i say that rosary and um it really i think it, it has been uh, impactful anyway. because you're consistent correct but it's mm-hmm. not that saying one rosary isn't a bad like a saying one rosary if that's all you ever say is beautiful and is a great thing but you making that conscious effort and staying consistent and saying it every single day when you commute to work Mm -hmm. is changing you know your prayer life your faith life absolutely you know i think one of the things i've seen is that it's not so much in the in the easy times Mm -hmm. that uh you know when things are going well it's easy to pray yeah it's it's the we've got problems with this event and that event and everything else that could be going on. Certainly an important time to pray, but sometimes we're like, oh, just, you know, you get downtrodden. Well, like when you're working out, like, yeah. you know, I'm trying really hard to be consistent in, you know, being healthy, yep. you know, for so I'm not trying to lose weight. I'm not trying to get buff or anything like that, <laughs> you know, but to stay healthy, you know, yeah. I'm getting older. Like, I'd like to keep my like cholesterol and blood pressure down, down and everything. Yeah, so it's like I'm just you know, trying to walk like 30 minutes a day or just, you know, um, do yoga for 30 minutes a day or something like that, you know, sure, something that's going to keep you active. That's going to have a health benefit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, I saw it like my 80 year old grandmother, like she, um, walked pretty much every day to the grave site and she would go and pray for deceased family members and walk back. Um, and it was just like a 30 minute little jog, you know, and she would just walk it. Um, and she was until, like she was at the epitome of health until mm-hmm. she stopped walking. You know, a body at rest stays at rest. Yeah. But that's where it gets hard on those days where I'm exhausted. I'm yeah. mentally exhausted. I'm physically exhausted. Those mm-hmm. are the days where I don't want to do it. And those are the days you probably need to do it the most. Yeah, absolutely. It, it is the day when we're most tired, where we're most frustrated or stressed or whatever it is that mm-hmm. that's pulling us away from it that's when it has the greatest impact yeah um you know that's where in in those most trying times i i i believe that we receive the greater graces mm-hmm. um because of of the effort and and you know several things as we were preparing for this you know there's you know scripture talks about consistency yeah and i think this is something that um you know we have uh di- different uh, quotes here uh, for example, 1 Corinthians 15, verse uh, 58. Therefore, my beloved, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord, because you know that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. And, you know, to me that, again, that's very motivational, mm-hmm. uh, but it's remembering that, especially in those times where, you know, work becomes laborious, when it becomes right. tiring. We are either physically or mentally tired. Um, that happens. Like we have days where it's not easy, but it's still going through that consistently, you right. know, being consistent in our action. 
Um, you know, we always talk about, you know, how we administer, you know, policies and procedures as being what? Fair and consistent, mm -hmm. you know, not, you know, trying to, to do things, you know, fair and consistent for, you know, student members or volunteers or whomever, you know, it's being fair and consistent. Um, yeah, you talk about, you know, um, motivation is fleeting. Consistency is key. Um, yeah. And we see that all the time, you know, within our youth ministry here, because we do all these retreats and, mm -hmm. um, you know, mission trips and um, different service projects and stuff. And it's real easy even for us as adults and directors to be on that God high while we're there with the kids Absolutely. and we're doing this stuff. And, you know, we're ministering to the homeless and we're going to daily mass because we're on retreat and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you come home and you're on this God high. But that motivation. Yeah. Fades. Fades. Yeah, you have to be consistent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and yeah, like you said, we see it on you know all in, in all of our different things that we do ourselves. We experience it ourselves. So, um, how do we become more consistent? Mm. I think that's one of the big things that uh, this episode is really focused on. Is yeah. how can we, you know, as as Catholics, as practicing Catholics, become more consistent? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, um, and, and certainly, I think. We have to start with the first question. Am I doing enough right now? Um, I think we have to be honest with ourselves to say, am I doing enough right now? And where do I want to be? And where do I want to be? Right. You know, and, and what I mean by that question, am I doing enough right now? Um, certainly, we all have to start at a certain place, mm -hmm. right? Um, some of us are going to mass just once a week. Great. That's wonderful. That's a great starting point, right? Mm -hmm. What yep. more can we do? And how can I utilize my time every day right. to foster greater relationship with God? And that's one of the big things this is about, is that the time that we're spending in prayer, in study, and in what we're doing helps us grow in relationship with God. It's like any relationship. The more time you spend with someone, usually the better the relationship usually you or, know. or the more you get to know them at least yeah the more you get to know them right right um and and i think that's something that we overlook uh in relationships yeah it's very true um and i would say that um no matter where your starting point is you know if you mm -hmm. are not that person that's going to mass weekly or you know fulfilling your sunday obligation by start all means, there. start there. Start there. And be Become consistent, consistent with it. At yep. that. You know, big rocks first. You know, put those big rocks in the jar first and then fill in all the tiny rocks. You know, you can build up. You do not take off running to, and go, oh, I'm going to run a, a marathon, marathon today and complete a marathon. You have to start small. You have to start with that. I'm going to walk 30 minutes every day, you yeah. know, and get my blood I'm pressure walk, down. Not even walk 30 minutes every day. I'm going to start. I'm going to walk. 30 minutes twice a week. Right, right. You know, or once a week. Whatever that looks like for yeah. you. So you have to kind of figure that out. Um, so start small, but also where to start small. Like you have to figure that out, whether yeah. that be daily mass, like I'm going to add in. For me, like I feel like I was at the height of my relationship with God when I was attending daily mass. However, mm -hmm. because of my schedule now, that's not possible. I'm in mm -hmm. here at 7 a.m. every morning. Mass is at 8. Mm -hmm. um, but it is more important. You know, I, I do that so that I can pick the kids up. I you know, yeah. um, but because my primary vocation is being a mother yeah. um, and like a wife you. and everything. And yeah. I have to be home for that. Yeah, um, you you, know, you, you want to change the world. You got to start at home. And so that's a decision I had to make. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that I can't 
come to know Christ in different ways. I just have yeah. to adjust and adapt and then be consistent at in it. that. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's it's um, listening to the morning readings on mm-hmm. EWTN or um, pulling them up on your phone or saying that rosary as you're you know, coming into work or whatever that may be. It's finding finding those things, you know, uh, for myself, you know, again, um, you know, my my reconversion back to the faith truly began with just attending daily mass or excuse me, not daily mass, weekly mass it started there. I could do a lot and in, in with very little. Yeah. Um, and, you know, my intention was to go and, and to really get out of mass, um, you know, really desiring God to work in me. And it's in that that a lot of changes occurred. Mm -hmm. You know, it's only it's been years. And that's the other thing is that this isn't just a a fix. It's not like I'm going to lose 10 pounds and and keep it off. I mean, think about any kind of, you know, health diet or things like that, or or even as an athlete, Mm -hmm. you know, you get to a certain level. You have to then maintain. Right. You know, and fads and don't last. Yeah. Like you will put back on that You'll weight. Just the, like w- in our spiritual lives, if you are not being consistent, You'll have a step back. You'll have a step back. You yeah. know, so whatever that may be, you know, if you say, oh, I, for me, you know, I'm real bad at praying my rosary. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's my pitfall. Like, I just can't ever make it through a rosary. What I can do, though, is I can say, you know what, though? I can get through a decade mm-hmm. before bed. Yeah. So I'm going to commit to making, to saying a decade every night yep. before bed. And I'm going to start there. Yeah. And I'm going to be consistent at it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to see how God you know works within works that within yeah. that yeah um and then add in more you know that's that's what you have to do you know so for you being a theology major person yep. thing um you're big into you know readings um uh, like yeah, you just absolutely in our previous podcast like you were talking about this honker of a book that you were reading um <laughs> yeah the like, uh, imitation of mary yeah, yeah that thing's a brain um grace and virtue it's uh, yeah i mean uh, again i'm not uh you know, I'm not saying everyone that you know listening has to go do that tomorrow. No, but that's um, how you grow. But I would say it's it is it's how I grow. But it's also inspired certainly um, St. Thomas Aquinas and Saint you know Saint Dominic. A lot of the you know Dominican mm-hmm. um, you know saints have have certainly inspired me. I was formed uh, in my educational formation was Dominican, um, so uh, it's about scripture. But it's also Saint Jerome. Uh, and uh, St. Jerome is, is known for saying, um, not knowing scriptures, not knowing Christ. Yep. And, um, yep. you know, to me, when I, when I, when I heard that years ago, uh, I began to recognize, man, I really don't know God that well. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we were asking for God to give us an answer to something and, you know, his word is there. Right. And do we really spend time in it? Um, because there's so many things I what think you... we can pull out and, and learn from it. You always tell the kids, uh, the mm-hmm. thing about. Not letting your Bible be a uh, coffee, a uh, coffee coaster. Yeah, <laughs> no. And, and I'm being uh, this is like me being critical of myself for years. My Bible was a coffee coaster. Yeah. I used to put my cup of coffee on it, like totally disrespect. It was just a book. Yep. And, you know, then I, you know, uh, again, as I as I became came back to the faith, became more active in the faith. What did I do? I started with just mass and then I, I started reading scripture more mm-hmm. and then I started praying more. Um, and certainly, um, you know, in that time, and it was years of formation, we're talking years, I mean, it took, I was in school, Ohio Dominican, five plus years, you mm-hmm. know, and so five years of formation, right. um, reading, and it doesn't always have to be the Bible. C.S. Lewis is a great author. I just got uh, done reading a bunch of C.S. Lewis, because I like, 
an easy read. Yeah, and that's um, a great place to start is, too. Yeah, this is part of my like bedtime wind down routine yeah. right now with me having to get up so early. Like I want to get to bed early, but I'm not tired. Yep. So I mean, I go to bed, but I don't want to be reading a brick that a I'm brick. highlighting yeah. and having to ask questions. <laughs> I don't need a Bible study yeah, like before and, bed. Yeah. Um, I, it, again, that's the thing. So it's I do enjoy C.S. Important. Lewis. Like I find it's a great work of fiction that helps me grow in my faith. Yeah. You know, um, so I really do enjoy that. I also really enjoy reading like little daily devotionals like with mm-hmm. the saints. I really find a lot of great inspiration from the saints. From the saints, absolutely. Great people that we can model our lives after. Mm-hmm. You know, that we can learn from what they went through because, you know, the challenges we face today are not new. No. They're just in a different form. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that, yeah, no, finding those things. So what are some of these things that we can do? So uh, as Alina and I have both mentioned, first, certainly, um, you know, again, attending at least at least weekly mass, yeah. uh, completing that Sunday obligation. That would be the first thing to help us become more consistent um, Two, finding the time of day that works for you. Yep. Um, I think that's both kind of what we shared. You said here. you said morning on your way into yeah. work for mm-hmm. me, like it's that's evening. it's evening. That's yeah, before bed. You've completed everything. Yep, you I want. Kind of, yep, yep. Yeah, and so those are those are two examples of of time and location, right? Ones at home, ones in the car. Um, but again, they're a specific time, and we're uh, consistent with mm-hmm. it. Like I no, I go to bed at 10 p.m. so that I can have you know an hour before yep. bed to read a little and mm-hmm. say you know i'm working on trying to say a daily rosary so i'm gonna say a decade <laughs> there we you go. know <laughs> yeah no and again it's about building from there right because then you may be able to find the next time so uh, but the, the things about uh, what we're both doing is that they're smart goals right yeah and smart is actually an acronym so they're specific right mm-hmm. um you know your specific goal of i'm saying a, a decade now of of the rosary before i go to sleep that's a very specific goal, right? It's measurable, right? Mm-hmm. I'm saying my rosary in the car. Did I say it? Yes or no? It beca- it's very easy to measure that, right? Yeah. It's it's attainable, right? Within the confines of what's presented to us in that daily the daily uh, daily uh, you know activities and duties that we have, it's attainable. Yep. It's realistic. What I like about realistic is that. To your point, we talked about earlier, right? We come off these highs. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the whole God, the whole Bible in this whole year. Yeah. For some people, it's just they're gonna be able to do that. Right. 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 But well, and um, Father Mike Schmitz actually yeah. just came out with. Well, he's doing the catechism in a year. Catechism year, in a year. But the Bible in a year was the previous uh, year. Was yeah. the previous year, and a lot of people found that to be exactly what they needed in their daily life because you yeah. can do it at any time. During yep. the day, um, it's short. It's about 20 minutes, so perfect for a yep. commute in or before bed or, you know, um, getting ready in the morning. They found that to be a really attainable um, goal and something that they could be very consistent at because mm-hmm. it was produced every single day. Um, you know, it didn't wasn't great for me, but well, yeah, <laughs> no, but but no, it was consistent. It was short. Um, and I think that's the other thing is that it we, is beautiful. We, like, yeah, we know. need to focus on on. Um, and then the last one of the, uh, realistic, right? Yes. Um, we're not asking someone to go out and spend, you know, 18 hours in adoration this week. No. Why? That's um, beautiful. Great. Go do it. Can do go it. on a retreat, go on yeah. silent retreat, go spend all weekend in the adoration chapel. Yeah. You know, that's part, that's beautiful. Yes. Again, mm-hmm. if that is realistic for you where you're at, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I think that's one of the challenges we have is that, you know, we're, we're all in the same faith journey, but we're all at different places. Yep. 
And so it's understanding where I'm at in relationship to my brothers and sisters around me. Mm-hmm. And and I can't push them to do what I'm doing if, you know, or, or they can't push me to do what they're doing if we're not at the same place. Right. You know what I mean? So uh, I think that that would be another thing is try to identify people around you who are uh, in the same spot where you are at. Um, you know, if, if there's a, you know, uh, you're wanting to get into a Bible study or a prayer group, check with your parish, Yep. um, uh, because that, um, the, they certainly have those groups and I think it's, you know, groups that they can get you, um, you know, attached to pretty quickly. Right. Especially um, here during Lent. Like I know most parishes right now, um, for Lent are doing a lot of different things to help you grow in that journey. Yeah. So um, specifically like during Lent, um, something I enjoy is the Stations of the Cross. Oh, yeah. um, and they're going to, our parish here at St. Genevieve is going to be offering stations every Wednesday night wow. um, during Lent. And on, okay, if that doesn't work for you, every Sunday they're going to have um, Eucharistic Holy Hour oh, um, wow. in, in the church, not just in the Adoration Chapel, but for people to enjoy wow. um, and participate in. You know, adding something like that maybe in where it's not an everyday goal, but it is something you can consistently do on a every, weekly basis, on a weekly basis yeah. to enhance your Lenten journey, you yeah. know? Absolutely. You know, and, and one of the things too is that. Because Lent is just Catholic New Year. <laughs> we put all these, you know, right. um, New Year's right. resolutions in. It's and all we're these gonna, resolutions. I'm not going to, yeah, I'm right. going to do this. I'm going to work at this better. But, but no, really when you but think about it. how to be it, consistent and carry those throughout the year. Yeah, and well, you know, and it makes me think back to again scripture. Granted, I am more scriptural based, but mm-hmm. um, with John fifteen four, where where Jesus says, "Remain in me, as I remain in you." Just as a branch cannot bear fruit on its own unless it remains in the vine, so neither can you unless you remain in me. You know, I think that's one of the things that um, is is important for us to remember that you know, as as Catholics, as Christians, you know. Our efforts, all that we do is needs to be connected to God. Right. And um, remaining in him. How do we choose to remain in him? That's where we get that our strength. That's where we we get, pardon me. Just dying You know, there. I'm just dying. Um, that's where we get our strength. That's where we get our, our, our uh, encouragement. You know, the things that we need, especially when those difficult times come. Mm-hmm. It, they, they help us sustain you know, the the virtue of hope through grace helps us maintain and sustain those most difficult times of our life. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that that's the element that, that sometimes we're missing is that, you know, we get lost in the eye of, look, God, look what I'm doing yeah. versus we're trying to do this with God. Yeah. You know, everything we do, even our prayer is with God. It's for God and with God. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think that's one of the, the, I guess, the coaching points I would point out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when we were prepping for this podcast, because scripture does speak to you, I found scripture that spoke to me. Oh, cool. All I right. Did. Okay. Um, because of a saint, but that's okay. Um, so in Revelations 3, 15 through 16, um, mm-hmm. Revelations is John, right? He's writing it. Who's yeah, that? Uh, yes. Yeah, John's dream or whatever. And John. Yes. Yeah. Same. Um, cradle Catholic versus reverted. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have a whole lot of working on that though. Hey, like, yeah, no, John wrote that. the gospel. Um, uh, yeah, jo- gospel of John, first, second, third John, and then Book of Revelation. Yeah, see, that's just something you know off the top of your head, and I'm like, yeah, I just learned that. Um, oh, sorry. 
<laughs> um, okay. But see, we're all at different points in our prayer life, and that's we're all right. working to be consistent. Um, and that's something that I can do in that hour before bed for me. Um, so he says, I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. So because you are lukewarm, I will spit you out of my mouth. And I'm like, oh. here's the lukewarm Catholics. Like, this is what Faustina was talking about, you yes. know, because I really do love, like, the Divine Mercy, Divine Mercy. And in her novena that there's a whole day that you spend just praying for the lukewarm Catholics. Mm-hmm. Um, and here it is, also mentioned in the yeah. Bible, which is uh, now is kind of like, oh, well, duh. Um, yeah. You know, if obviously she got it from somewhere and mm-hmm. then, you know, Christ speaking to her and his yeah. mercy. And here's these lukewarm Catholics. And mm-hmm. Aren't we all lukewarm Catholics in Mm -hmm. comparison, like to God, (laughs) where we need to be at? But how do we get there? By being consistent. Mm -hmm. We're all practice. It's why we named the show Practicing Practicing Catholic, because we're all practicing. We're all trying to get better. We're all trying to get better. Mm -hmm. And that's all it is. Um, You know, um, I I know I've mentioned Father Mike Schmitz a lot um, here lately, but um, he does such a great job at putting things into layman's terms. Um, And he says, no one is perfect, but we can all be consistent. Mm -hmm. And that reminds me, you know, that, you know, sinners are just saints who never Mm -hmm. stop trying. And that's all we're trying to get to here. Yeah. And a way we can do that is picking small things. Yep. And being consistent at them and watching the fruits of those small acts. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, in that uh, giant book I'm reading, <laughs> actually, this actually came up yesterday. Um, and he was talking about um, St. Faustina and, and, and Divine Mercy and how actually it uh, lukewarm actually causes more pain to Christ than anything else. Mm. Um, because we should know better. We should know better. And we, and we just chew, they we're apathetic to it. It's yep. just like, eh, whatever. And yeah. it's that apathetic, you know, pain that we cause, uh, that, 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 that we, we project back. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Yeah, I think that's one of the challenges, too, is that, uh, to your point, we're all lukewarm in some area. You know, I may be great at going to to church every weekend, but am I really doing everything else I could be doing? Right. Are you great? You know, Lent is all about prayer and almsgiving. Yeah. If you are holding up, oh, oh, my prayer life's great, but you're Mm -hmm. not doing a whole lot to almsgiving almsgiving and and sacrifice or whatever. Right. Then, uh, you know, that's why it's Lent is supposed to be a you give something up and you're uniting your suffering with Christ, whether Mm -hmm. that be chocolate or, you know, TV or whatever it is, social media. Um, but there's also the almsgiving. Like you have to do something extra too. Like I'm going to give up chocolate, but I'm also going to mm-hmm. say that decorative rosary before bed. Mm-hmm. Because one is doesn't work without the other. And, and we will, as long as we continue to practice both of those and are consistent at doing that, mm-hmm. then we, we can all strive to be saints because we're all called. We're all called, exactly. And so with that, everyone... As we wrap up our show, um, Melina, of course, always has her her quote. Um, but I think one of the things that uh, we're going to do first is just kind of reiterate first the SMART goals. So as you're looking at where you're at currently, right, uh, to set a SMART goal, be specific. Make sure that what you're doing is measurable, right? Uh, so if you say, I'm going to say the rosary every Monday, you can actually measure that, right? Make sure that your goal is attainable, right? It's something that you can, can strive to, to reach. It's realistic. And certainly, last and not least, make sure that it's time-sensitive. Make sure that you put 
kind of a deadline on it, a start time, an end time, you know, especially over these next, um, you know, the, these 40 days of Lent. You know, that's that's something we can certainly measure over the next 40 days, how we've actually done. Um, and, and so having these SMART goals is key um, to everything that we do. Um, so that quote I have for you guys kind of in a nutshell wraps up everything we're talking about today. Maximilian Kolbe, who's an amazing saint, and I highly encourage you to look into his life and his martyrdom. He says, we must overcome ourselves in small matters. If we are not faithful in small things, God will not give us grace to do greater ones. Well, there we go, folks. Well, as always, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to like, subscribe, share. And again, please consider becoming a patron of our show uh, to help support youth ministry here in Southeast Missouri. Until next time, keep practicing.